In the last episode, I shared what a B-pod or the best part of your day is and why finding this daily, even when you feel nothing but empty and alone, is important to help you as you're going through grief. In this episode, I'll talk about how gratitude is not just to give you hope to get through grief. Applying this to your life is more than just going on how you feel. It's focusing on God and a higher or heavenly perspective to live with hope and joy. If this has been lacking in your life, if your habit is seeing or finding the worst in situations, you can change that. It won't be overnight, so no need to beat yourself up. But you can use the hardest season of your life to build an incredibly strong foundation for your future. Hey friend, welcome to the Grief to Great Day podcast. Do you feel like you're going crazy? Is the shower the only place for you to really cry? Are you surrounded by people, but you still feel all alone? Do you want to be the you you were before your loved one died, but you have no idea how to get there? I'm Steph Cabanis, Southern by choice, wife, turtle triathlete, Jesus follower, and fellow traveler in the journey of grief. I too struggled to breathe, questioned God and my faith, and thought I would never be happy again. But God took my brokenness and he turned it into a breakthrough. So if you're ready to understand how to navigate grief, lean into your faith, and take just one step towards healing, then bring your ugly cry, get into a comfortable place, even if that's your bed right now, and let the healing begin. Girl there's hope for your future. Come on in the house and join me on that couch. I'm Steph and this is Grief to Great Day. Thank you for being here. I want you to feel welcomed and heard through this podcast. Hello to everyone listening in Jordan, our spotlight country, and in the U.S., California, you remain as the state with the most downloads this week. You know, Grief to Great Day is downloaded in over 60 countries. This tells me that grief is felt throughout the world. So please know that whatever country or state you are in, you're not alone as you walk through this thing called grief. I know there are new listeners each week, so if that's you, welcome. And if you hear me talk about Monica, her faith, or her death, and you want some background, just go to my website, grief2greatday.com, and click on the book tab. Her faith journey throughout the last six months of her life were unreal, and her death changed me. She is the reason that you are listening to me today. In this podcast, we talk about understanding grief, processing daily life, and growing your faith. So if you're just starting your journey, please know that life will change. It won't always hurt like this. It's important for you to hear that often. Now, this is not to say that you'll stop missing your loved one because you never will, but you will be able to breathe, to laugh, and to live again. In the last episode, I talked about how as Christians, we aren't supposed to grieve as the world does. This means that when we grieve, it's with hope. It's not that we don't grieve at all. As a quick review, Monica had asked me to keep a journal and to write down a few details each day so that when she was fully healed, we would have an accurate account of what she had been through. So every day of her last six months, I wrote down what I saw of the day And then her B-pod, or her best part of the day, was added from her perspective. Her B-pods were about the love and support she was given. 
it was about being able to eat better or having certain people come by to visit. It was about being given another day to show God's love to people. All that while she did not have a day without pain to the point of crying. And it wasn't until later that I understood why our view of the same situation was so different. Her days were focused on God. She talked about how she would share her testimony of healing and I needed to get ready to travel. Her relationship with God was something I could not understand, but it was so real that what she saw was only good, while what I saw was only the hard and the bad. See, Monica's focus was spiritual and my focus was physical. Gratitude reminds you of how blessed you still are of how God has worked for your good, even in hard times. It builds confidence, and another word for that confidence is hope, that tomorrow won't be as bad, that there is still a future for you, and that life, albeit different, can be not just good, but great again. Gratitude gives birth to the hope you need in grief, but also to a life that's different than what you've experienced. It's a life of dependency on God and Him alone. You'll be reminded that He has always been with you and for you, and your perspective can be more focused on eternity than it is on this world. That is not to say that we shouldn't prioritize or enjoy our relationships, because God gave us those too. But in Matthew 10:37, it says, Whoever loves their father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. He said, whoever loves her son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. What this is saying is that there should be one and only one on the throne of your heart, and that is Jesus. Now that verse sounds all well and good, and I would agree with the theory of it all day long. But when you lose someone you love, someone you built a life with, and someone you depended on for a lot of things, this is a very hard verse to walk out. If my relationship with God had been more important to me than my relationship with Monica, my grief wouldn't have been so confusing. I realized this early on. Full dependency should be on the Lord and Him only. Life is hard and messy, and though I'm more grateful than I ever was, I am fully aware that I will probably walk through another heartbreaking loss or losses. Will my grief look like it did before? I sure hope not, but it's because I have a greater level of trust in God. And if he replaced beauty for ashes, which I am living proof of, I know I have to keep walking my days out with hope for what he has planned. The worst emotion, it's not anger. It's not sadness. It's actually not having emotion, not caring about anything. This is the definition of hopelessness. You may not be hurting like you were last year at this time, and the waves of grief seem a little more manageable. But if you don't care about your future, it is time to build your hope and be open to the doors that God will open for you. The word of the week is 1 Thessalonians 5, 16-18. Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And to build your hope, start a gratitude journal or a faith resume. Check out episode 41 on how to create that faith resume. Your journey works, so the work of your journey is 
to write down three things you are grateful for right now. Now, this is if you did or did not do that after listening to the last episode. I know how hard grief is, but I also know how good God is. I know you can think of three things. And I mentioned the Francis Chan rope illustration on YouTube. If you haven't looked at that, check it out. It's a great reminder of why we're here. By listening to this episode, it tells me that you are doing the work of grief, and I know that's not easy. If you're ready to take another step toward healing, here are three resources. Purchase the What to Do After the Loss of a Loved One workshop. I called it a workshop because I wanted you to understand there is work to be done, action steps towards your healing. If you're just starting your journey and you have no idea what to do, this workshop will guide and direct your steps. You will grow closer to God even when it's hard to pray. You'll work toward acceptance even if that word makes you angry and you'll know what to expect in your healing process. You can also join our private Facebook group and be a part of a group of faith-filled women who get it and encourage each other in a way that those in the world cannot. See, when you're part of the group and you welcome a new member, that's taking action, that's serving others, that's getting you out of your pain for even just a minute to support and encourage someone else. And thirdly, if you don't have a church home, visit my church, opendoorchurch.com. Everything you need are in the show notes. In the meantime, remember who holds your future and know that you are not alone. And keep on coming back to the house, keep sitting on the couch, and keep taking steps, however small, towards your healing. Thank you for being here today, for showing up. If this podcast has given you hope, encouragement, or helped you in any way, share it with a friend, either in a text or on your social platforms. Also, please subscribe, rate, and leave a written review on iTunes. It's a huge blessing for me to know that you're out there. Lastly, and this is important, you are not alone. Connect with me on the Grief to Great Day website, the link is below, and sign up for our free newsletters. I want to be able to pray for you by name. Remember, grief isn't something you're going to get over, but a great day is something you can get to.